Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Bob. Hi, Mo. How are you? You know, this light you're using, is, it's giving Monet exchange because you are looking red. You look like me. This is this, this the color you, you say I am. Um, well, I think it's a combination of my, like, I'm, I'm a little side lit, and then I'm using this um, ring light. But it does have these little things on it, so maybe if I take this off, it'll get, this, this, this is on it. I have a few. Oh, bitch, you fully, you, bitch, you were casting red light on you. Like, Monet. I, I, I use these all the time. First of all, I didn't, I didn't really? say Monet. What I said was I have a little bit of light from the side. You'd love to hyperbolize me. Um, but I use, this, I use this all the time. And um, I have, I do have several of these on there. But I like, I like a warm light versus a cool light, you know? I like a cool light. I mean, I like something right in the middle. Um, I think it's like I like I like mine three thousand K. I think that's the number of the thing. Um, I was uh, I was I was I had to. Everyone who's listened to the podcast, you know, I've been on this Invisalign journey for like three effing years. For literally one thing to close this, this tiny gap that I don't want to close, and because your canines are apparently the hardest tooth to rotate and to like move, they're like the hardest one. So I'm with like a new dentist here in LA and I was like doing a, the thing with him and I was like, you know, people often, well not often, some people have made fun of me for having big teeth. He was like, do I have big teeth? He's like, no, he's like, your teeth are, um, your teeth are, like everyone's teeth is the size to their, to their, like it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, Scale to their skull? Um, Proportion to their yeah. mouth? proportion yeah it's a pro- proportion to their head and i was like i'm not sure that's not true like i've like you we've all seen people that have like really big teeth and we've seen people that have like really small teeth i don't think that's yeah, always second opinion you have you have you're at a quack <laughs> it's giving quack because andy was like giving, it's giving pseudoscience like do you think do you think have you ever made fun of you for having big teeth have i made fun of you for having big teeth yeah, I can't remember if you though. No, that doesn't. That doesn't. I don't recall ever making fun of your teeth for any reason. Okay. Well, um, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, you know, for not doing that. At this point, you could have just um, gotten them replaced with teeth that are closer to each other. That's literally what I said. I was like, this. I was like, this is what I was trying to avoid from the beginning when I went to my first freaking dentist, and I was like, you know, I just want to get veneers. And then she refused to give me veneers. She's like, "No, you have good teeth. You're not. You're not getting veneers." I'm like, "But you're not my mother. I want veneers." So now you've been. She's like, now, also the, 
yeah, that person messed you up and all of us because now we all been sitting around listening to you <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> you know, I hate it so much. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Now I be it. I be it. So this is why I'm at dinner with my friend, and then and then I always have to get the. <laughs> and I don't care. And I do it proudly. I'm like, like yes. Hi, can I get the uh, petite sirloin? And oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the petite sirloin. First of all, you bitch, you know me. I'm getting, I'm getting the grande sirloin if I'm getting motherfucking goat sirloin. Okay. Um, I went to the LGBT center gala last night. I we for like a booty. So much... LGBT. You for the lick a booty? LGBT lick a booty. <laughs> the LGBT Center honors um a gala last night. The TS Ma- TS Madison hosted oh, it. they don't they don't they honor- at this gala they don't they don't do T I Q A plus. No, because they're not real. <laughs> wow. Yikes, this is crazy. Um LGBT, no, no, Q, no QIA plus, no questioning. Bob, LGBT. What about the QIA plus? Do you know the other day I was talking to someone? Someone was, someone was. Oh, a patron at in Austin, and I ended up seeing. I did the Moon Town. I ended up seeing them out in the street. And they're like, oh my god, you know, someone, a patron. They're like, well, I love the podcast. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I really, I really thank you for the episode you guys did about the um about the LGBT episode we did about about healthcare and health oh, services yeah. for, for, for the one we did in, and, in, in conjunction with um Chevrolet. Chevrolet. And then I was into the episode and I, I was thinking back thinking back to the episode and I was fucking cracking up. <laughs> every every time you would say it, you were like LGBT, you were just stressing each letter so The LGBT. <laughs> oh, that was tickling okay, me so much. Okay, Tulsa Book Report. Let, <laughs> let's keep moving. Let's, let's go on. Into... So, oh, wait. This is advisory. We can't even do this anyway. Anyway, I'll, I'll tell you. Do, on, on don't we normally do 15 minutes and then some questions? time. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we, we do like five minutes and then don't, questions. Don't try to Jake, let Jacob produce. You're not You're not the, the story producer. First of all, I am, first of all, I am a producer on this podcast. But yeah, but I am. You, you're, you're, you're not the, you, all you're producing, all you produce is a headache for me. That's what you, man. That's what you produce. You're always trying to move, you're always trying to move Jacob along. Let Jacob do his job. You produce what you produce. Let Jacob do what he produce. First of all, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna let you take me there. Anyway, let's, I wish you were here. It was the LGBT Center honors, and like everyone was out. Like it was T.S. Madison hosted it. They honored. Um, they gave Kiki Palmer a, a Vanguard Award, and um, Pamela Anderson got a Vanguard Award. And also, do are you are you a fan of Duran Duran Bernard? Mm, who is that? Oh, uh, I so I he's a he's an amazing fucking queer vocalist, and oh, he no, is. This is, um, is this the one we were behind at the Tadja concert? No, that was Avery Wilson. Obviously. <laughs> but Duran Bernard, dope ass vocalist. I used to, I, I recognize, so I became a fan of his back in the day because he used to do BGVs for Erica Badu. And oh, she wait, would Duran always Bernard feature. The one, no, that's, wait, Duran, who's the one that does that, that video podcast where he just li- is listening to people sing and reacting and he's dressed it in blue? Oh, that's um um Terrell Terrell Grice. He's always just every, I don't know anything about him, but all I know is that he's always listening to people singing, going like. <laughs> Sometimes the singers are low key like doing so much and not. But it's not the Bob. Bob, you've never heard a vocal and just have like a spiritual experience. Not the way that singers do. The way that singers do, like I've had moments where I like cried, where I've like cried and stuff. But the way that sinkers react is just so. <laughs> it's, 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 for me, it's a deep as, as, someone, as someone who's not a trained singer, it, it just looks like y'all are doing too much. Like it, y'all be, y'all are just acting like you at a fucking, you know the way, you know the way black folks act when we laugh at something that's really, really funny and we start grabbing each other <laughs> and like, y'all act like, like, like it's a comedy. Like it's, it's so strange to me. The, it's amazing. And we were, it was so. I want to do an impersonation. This is how y'all be. Y'all, it's always me. It's always, it's always. All right, start singing. Just, just. Woo! Do... 
<laughs> take a lighter. Take a lighter with hairspray. <laughs> like what? 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 All right, sorry. So at my table, it was myself, Pep. Um, oh, by the way, um, our... Duran is hot. By the way, Oof. if this Duran is thinking it is, Duran is very. Oh, Duran is beautiful. Duran is is Duran is very creature. I'm like. Oof. And we've and we've we chatted before on social media. We've exchanged numbers and we've like texted and we never really hung out. But it's my first time meeting him in person. And you sound like you. You sound like you're doing the voice from Frozen Two. You sound like you're doing the voice from Frozen Two. <laughs> you better, you better sing it. You better. I did this thing. With the, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I am, I am really. I my my Wait, mind is, my mind is all over the place today. LG LG Liga booty LGBT. So I might say it was myself, Andy Pep, and I'm her friend, and it was Karamo yeah. and his partner. I oh my god. Okay, doing anything with peppermint, I don't think I understand. I've said this before. Doing anything with peppermint, peppermint is so funny. Pep just has... Just she's so hilarious. <laughs> well, she's hilarious for two reasons. One, because she's trying to be, and two, because she's also not trying to be. Like, peppermint She's is not just, trying to be. <laughs> sometimes she's funny because she's, like, intentionally being funny, like, with the race thing. And then sometimes, right. then sometimes she's funny because she's just peppermint, the, the ball of... She's like a, a, a positive tornado of energy. Yes. Yes. It's just so funny. So Pep, I'm just cracking up at Pep. Pep is doing a bunch of shit. So Duran sings this song and he has the word niggin. I can't remember the melody of it. So then, so this is myself sitting here. Andy's next to me. Pep is next to Andy. So we're doing this song. And then, and then so we're, so me, so, so myself, Pep, Karamo, and Kiki Palmer, we're all like up. We're like dancing. We're like, we're like doing all this stuff. So the power of the nigga go back and we all, <laughs> yes, literally all of that. <laughs> like living, right? <laughs> so we have the part where we're the part with the word nigga in it. So me and Pep are like doing our phones. So then without missing a beat, we just both put our phones to Andy. We're like, come on, Andy, sing along, sing it too. That's not like that. You remember when, when, when we but were it was with, a lot of fun. When we were when we were with Pep at the VMAs and um I started crying during Nikki's um, uh, Vanguard performance. Vanguard performance. I started. Yeah. Cr I was crying, and Peppermint was like, "Because she started doing moment for life," and I was like, <laughs> "This very moment, I'm king." At this very moment, I was trying to sing ring. it. I was trying to sing it with Nikki, but then I started. <laughs> started crying, and it was in the. But the oh, so it was so fucking funny. Well, Pep is here for a few weeks, um, for like two months, because she, she's doing, um, she's, she's doing something. And then, but that's, I'm, we're excited because Pep is going to be living here. You know, Pep loves games, and we're, we're going to have a, some game nights, bitch. Bob, have you played Secret Hitler Wait, before? I want to, I want to go to game night. Okay, yes, yeah, so you, Jacob, please come, come over. Invite, I have invite... a new game I'm obsessed with. It's called Deadly Dowagers. You play as 18th century English women trying to find a rich husband. <laughs> I love that. That sounds great. You weren't going to invite my baby. So. Well, I first of all, Jacob has come to many game nights without you, honey. So please. While I've been in town, and that's the realty. While I was sitting at home talking about something, not out of town. I'm talking about me sitting at home, not knowing. Jacob talking about something. I'm at the gym. Jacob said, "I'm at a hookup." Bob, I'm have you played? Bob, next time you're here, you we have to play Secret Hitler with you. When I tell you, we played it last time at the house, and it was crazy. I was like, I'm Bob sorry. playing Secret I'm Hitler. Sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beat bop to the beat boop. Is this the name of the game on the package? Yes, yeah, Secret Hitler. They couldn't find nobody else to name a game after. There was no one. We couldn't even. Well, bring it down to um, we couldn't um, even meddling, bring it meddling, meddling. Mussolini was taken. This game sounds, Jacob. 
I am right after Passover, past Monet, just after Passover. I'm so sorry. Secret Hitler is so fun, and we played it with your arch nemesis. Saying that name. <laughs> That's the name of the game. We played with your arch nemesis, Jenny Jaffe. <laughs> and when I see, listen, Jaffe, now that I've gotten uh, Mistress Isabel Brooks taken down, you're next. And when I say on site, it's on, I'm not going to, I'm, you know, 10 queens down, three to go, and I'm laying bitches out like dominoes, honey. <laughs> so you what know, else on vacation? Know what I wrote that one. I don't. You know what I said? Ten queens down, three to go, and I'm laying bitches out like dominoes. You don't know who said that? Try to guess. I don't. Who is that? Uh, it's not Nikki. Ten queens down, three to go, and I'm laying bitches out like dominoes. Doja Cat. You all know in the comments. Comment, comment in the in the comments. You all know who said it. So when Bob and Mitch was always on their little beef, um, because because uh, you know, Do you know the whole thing. Jacob's over there at Google. I know. I know. Jacob's Not over. off the top of my head. No, I, I don't. Who is it? it? It sounds like a Rue girl, though. That sounds like something you would say in a Rue girl verse. It's Peppermint. Oh, you said Peppermint was one of your favorite rappers. I didn't know that. I actually, well, she's not one of my favorite. I don't think she would call herself a rapper, but she. But one of my favorite songs from Pepper is a rap song. It's called Black Pepper. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so when you and Mitch just were in your little rap beef era and I was like, I was on vacation. I was like, I didn't have a microphone. I didn't have my, 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 my camera or anything. And so I wanted to a diss track. So I started writing one. Do you want to hear just, I literally just like four lines. Do you want to hear it? I'm all ears. Also, by the way, I, I had to take, I already discussed it, but I know, I know you and mistress colluded. I, I know you were Russia. I know you're Russia. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's Trump and you're Russia. You colluded. You meddled. Yeah, what are you talking about? See, look, oh, and, the way you're, and the way you're laughing, she meddled. <laughs> you meddled. Yeah. And, 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 and just like Trump, y'all still lost. You meddled. <laughs> I was like, girl, I was like, girl, you have to go in. I was like, I was like, I was like, you talk about these things. And you can do I was like, I, I, I'm on a plane, but please talk about these yeah, 10 I things. Know, oh, I know, listen, I, I know Monet's, Monet's dirty work when I see it. I've, listen, I've been playing in the mud with you for a long time. And I know your love when, when I see them. Honey, <laughs> because I was gonna be like, I had to take a break while I'm on this vacation to protect my mistress and the God from own nation. Bob, what's the tea, sis? That's all I had, and I was gonna go in, but I was like, <laughs> what? That's good, bitch. Well, I had to take a break while I'm on this vacation to protect my mistress and the God from own nation. Bob, what's the tea, sis? Let's take a, let you know let's let's let the let's let the comments decide if you if I'm you, the one 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 we'll talk about let's do you know what I got some advice for your uh for your lyrics and I'll give some more people advice when we get back well bitch I have some advice for yours imagine an app designed to make you use it less Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. say? <laughs> <laughs> I was in a bad mood. Uh, oh, I was, I was annoyed uh, when we, like this morning, I am I, I'm, you, talking to you and put me in such a great mood. I'm in such high spirits right now. Thank you so much for, for bringing me out of the, the, not these, my little slump. I'm a great person, Bob. I agree. You're wonderful. That's why I'm so proud that you're my bestie. Um, and I'm so grateful for that tweet that you said about me. That was so nice of you to you to um to to. It really made me feel good. I was very unexpected, yeah. and I opened my Twitter and I saw that it really it meant a lot to me. I understand. That's why I. It also meant a lot to me for you to lend me the handle Monet Exchange to do it. That meant a lot to me. I was really grateful for what you said and and how you um even. Even to see you interact with Julieta on Twitter was really cool. <laughs> Someone made a Julieta Twitter and they made the profile picture Cicely Tyson <laughs> and I fucking lost it. <laughs> also, do you know how long I had to go I had to Google how to write a crossed out tweet? Like bitch, that shit took me forever. Oh, I, I didn't even know how to wait, you, you crossed out a tweet? No, you write a word and then you cross out the just go bitch, go read my go read uh uh, your response to what I said. <laughs> I, I, there, there's so much inception going on. Wait, do you mean from what? Do you, wait, <laughs> did you retweet under me? It says, "Thank you, Bob, for finally giving me the peace I need." As part of the one percent <laughs> and heirs to the throne of Saint Lucia, this is the reverence I am owed. And then it says <laughs> Julieta, and that's crossed out. And then it says Monet Exchange. Oh, yeah. I, I did see that. And then Julieta said, please let me out of the dungeon. I said, shut your filthy mouth. If you want to eat your weekly meal, you'll do as you're told. <laughs> and then and I, first of all, a picture of you. And then it says, uh, screaming, you really got me with this one. And I just wrote Monet. <laughs> first of all, I know Jacob helped you do that in terms of, because I know you did not remember what my profile picture was. I know you didn't. Jacob all, had to Google, remind you. Google has it. It's, it's all on Google. Jacob, J Jacob didn't help me. It's all on Google, Monet. There's, it's something called a digital footprint, and it, it's, it, it lasts a long time. Yeah, what did you just? How did what, you just Google what you was Google Monet's profile Monet, picture? You Google Monet Twitter, and then you go to images, and then it shows images of things that you tweet. Oh, gag. 
And I, do <laughs> remember, and, and I do remember this because I remember thinking to myself, why did Monet use a screenshot from a TV show as her profile picture? That's so strange. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I was like, Monet has photo shoots. I remember thinking to myself, Monet has photo shoots. Monet would choose a screenshot where she's mid sentence as her profile picture. <laughs> Monet's like, oh, photo shoots be done. Monet done paid thousands of dollars, photo shoots, studios, studio rentals. I mean, granted, mine is a screen grab from uh, from Mistress, but mine was silly. You you weren't being silly. You think this is, but you you think this is better than a photo shoot, which which, which with your name in the bottom left corner. I look beautiful, Bob. We need to start giving some advice. We need to start advising. Yeah, twenty minutes in, this is crazy. Let's 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 do some advice. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bob and Monet. This is going to be a really weird question. So sorry for asking it. Love you guys. Long time listener uh, from Minnesota, Elijah. Um, I got a question and it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Actually, it's not. My issue is I don't like the gay community. I'm very gay, love doing gay stuff. But when I get into gay spaces, they're always it feels too aggressive, amped, and hypersexual for me. And then I get, like, scared and uninterested, and I instantly have to leave. And I leave with a bad taste in my mouth. And I end up resenting the gay community a bit more because of it. So I'm just trying to figure out, how do I find gay spaces that aren't hypersexual? Yeah, just that. Can, the fact that I, I feel so called out because... I, I was gonna. One of my first things I was gonna say was like, I always feel like people named Elijah are very sexy. Elijah, like, and then, and then I was like, that's why I went. <laughs> um, but you know, as a as it pertains to gay spaces being hypersexual, I think it may be the type of. I mean, again, you're saying where you are, this is happening. I've been to many gay clubs, and maybe, maybe we just have a different experience. Maybe uh, there's a chance. Also, you are a very attractive person. I think a lot of is probably fucking right. And again, that is not that does not mean that people should sexualize you. But I think that when you are a very beautiful person, people are probably that's that's the energy people are are getting from you, and they want to. Um, and they may be inappropriate in that in that way, but when, when I go to gay spaces out of drag, I, I am not being sexualized. So that's just not my experience. But I understand uh, that that may be yours, and I think that maybe uh, maybe. But I know you you want to go out to dance and you want and you want to go to the club and you have a life and have a good time and just and not feel that way. And I, that's tough. But I just I don't have the experience. I don't even know what advice I can give you. I honestly low key feel the same way. I, I, I've just the only time I've ever really been truly sexualized out in public is if if it's I'm at the bar and drag and it's some chaser who's really trying to get wild, and I just I just do not navigate the world as a person who is, um, people I I, I don't know anything about Elijah, but which is but I just I think Elijah might be very conventionally attractive. Elijah probably has a really like conventionally attractive body and is like sculpted or something like that. But that again, that does not mean that you sh- should be sexualized. Have you thought about going to a queer, a queer church? I don't know if you're religious. Have you thought about going to a, um, a faith-based place that is affirming to queers? Have you thought about going um, to a, besides that, I don't know what to, cause like, cause I will say every, I will say gay, gay, like, the 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 dodgeball leagues they all be fucking the do they oh the money these sport these gay sports leagues they are they are just pre bathhouse workouts They're like that's all they are but I will you know what here it is be a drag queen you will be instantly sexualized <laughs> if you want to go to the club and not get sexualized by being a drag queen that no I I've seen that work for some very conventionally attractive very, that is that is true that is true i've seen some drag hot, queen. i've seen some very hot men get up in drags and go in the club and be like baby it's a different it's a whole new world they they, they turn yeah, into jasmine they turn into jasmine from aladdin <laughs> 
Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would say to maybe try, try to seek out some other things. Like, I mean, and again, I think this is a world that I'm like just finding out about. But there's like a lot of like gaming communities in terms like uh, maybe like board out. games. And oh, do they? Maybe. Oh well. <laughs> I went to a party the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is a weird." It was a it was a Sailor Moon theme party down at DTLA. <laughs> And I was like, this is a very strange place to find out that I am attracted to men in Sailor Moon costumes. Like, I was like, I, I didn't, didn't expect to un unearth this um, <laughs> this feeling today. But it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of, and I didn't realize how many, like, like, black people love Sailor Moon. I had no clue until I did Sailor Moon on the, or Princess Serenity on the, on the episode Legendary. of Legendary, and the maybe the black nerds who love Sailor Moon, I just did not know because that was not my experience as a kid. None, none of my friends like Sailor Moon. You know what I mean? Pokemon, yeah. but not Sailor Moon specifically. And all these like hot guys walking around in Sailor Moon costumes, I was like, I I just unearthed something. Was it a party just for Sailor Moon? It was a drag. It was a Sailor Moon themed drag show. It, it was bitching, bitch, bitch, bitch puddings. Bitch puddings. Uh, oh, okay. Party. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And got it. every every it's a different theme, and they're all kind of nerd based. And you saw all, all the all the thin boys walking around Sailor Moon costumes. You remember them, Jacob? Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah, it was wild. I was like, anyway. But. So Elijah, I would say maybe try to try, try to um, try to open your queer horizons to maybe not the club for a while, and maybe try other other um, queer. Uh, adjacent activities or leagues that may not be the club because I mean again nighttime at a club people are drinking people are smoking people are doing whatever so people are a little more loose so I'd say maybe try going to events that is not so much alcohol and that stuff involved and maybe a, a more sober experience may lend itself to people not being hypersexual that's true maybe you can find like a like a sewing class a queer based sewing class you know when you go to the queer, the LGTB scene I don't know where, I don't know where you live did, they, did he say where he lived Minnesota. Mm -mm. Yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, but we don't know where in Minnesota. We don't know if that's Minneapolis. We don't know if that's fucking boot scoop, bibbly bop, Minnesota. <laughs> but if you are in a big city, you go to the the the, the LGBT the, the LGBT LGBT <laughs> center. Um, you can find uh, like bulletins for events that aren't uh, centered around alcohol or don't go out and drink afterwards. Um, and, you know the, the sober scene actually was a place. I, I'm I'm I don't recommend you go and pretend to be sober. Or <laughs> I don't recommend you go and pretend to be sober. But in my experience in the sober scene, that was also not an experience that I had. No one was trying to dick dick me down, dick me down, down, dick me down, down. Show you how you do it and dick me down. Oh work, mm, 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 mm. oh work. Right. Bitch, I did a college gig at University of California, Santa Barbara. And Bob, what did I tell you? I, I, I was telling you this, um, but like I had, so I went to a pretty, because I went to a choir college, right? But it's uh, for the most part liberal. These kids at University of California, Santa Barbara, bitch, they take liberal to a new meeting. Bitch, we walked in. For the time Pat and I walked in, and mind you, this is a I'm doing stand up and like they at a college thing, like whatever. We walk in, they're like, You wanna do some shots? I was like, No, I'm gonna start getting ready. I mean, and again, I was one of the I mean, greatest. I can't believe it was one of the greatest times. I'm shocked that you said no. I've ever had. I'm, shocked that. I'm shocked that you said no. <laughs> Especially because I know you said you was... drove there and I know how you love to and Oh my God! Anyway, University University of, of University of California, Santa Barbara, a great school, a great community of 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 students there. Everyone was so lovely, and I was I was like, this is where I wish I went to. Sometimes I wish I had that college experience. Like it's it looked obviously a big ass school, and it just seemed everyone there was so cool. And I'm like, y'all just had look. No, I did not. I asked if Oprah was, if Oprah was gonna come, but they said no. Bitch, Megan, Megan, and um, and and Harry. Harry. You were in like, Santa Barbara? Oh, like, I'm triggered. Continue. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, everyone there was so cool. And I wish, I wish I was that cool. And like a lot of the a lot of the girls had like nipple piercings and stuff. I was like, oh, like y'all are like who I wish I was when I was like that age. You know? Do you ever want to pierce your nipples? No. I don't. 
I, my, my, my nipples are, are sensitive in a bad way. Not sensitive in a way that's like, oh. ooh, ooh. It's sensitive in like, dude, don't touch them. But not don't, but oh. like, don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. The sensation is gotcha. not good for me. Um, you can still get your nipples pierced, well. Yeah, but they take too long to heal. And when and I've, I've like every like multiple people I've asked, they're like, yeah, it takes a long time to heal. And because you're always putting things on, like mm-hmm. if they're always getting irritated and it's just like it's just you can so also much I you can go to grad school and get the and get the the college experience again. Because but I want to take some college classes. I want to do I want to do like African American studies. I want to do like a Spanish class, like legit, like at a college. Bitch, if you don't download Babel and fucking keep it moving, who has time to go back to you? You you you're gonna go back to college. Monet Exchange. Right? I you, do. You going back to college? Okay, yeah. Qu- you know what? I yeah. want to go with my backpack, my books in my hand. I want to like fulfill a fantasy. Hey guys, <laughs> it's my first day of school. <laughs> it's nice to be back. Really exciting to me. One with a, with a tumbler with a straw in it. Monet wants to go back to college for for Instagram photos. <laughs> you know Monet gonna be on, on the campus some or something. Like they gonna be like nigga shut your old ass up. You <laughs> like nigga shut your old ass up. What the hell your old ass doing up here? <laughs> Hello, Bob and Monet. Love you both. Although I'm um, Timo Nation. Um, I have no, a question. Perfect. I just started dating this guy. And he's great. We get along so well. We've been having a ton of fun. But he has bad breath. It's not always, but it's enough that it's troubling. And I, I'm not the best with confrontation. How should I deal with this? Do I tell him? Is it a deal breaker? I, I know only I can really answer that. I think you guys should do an improv um, to let me know how I should handle this. Love you both. Bye. Okay. So, oh, so now you're a producer on the show. The, the very Monation is giving very Monation trying to come in here and talk about how we're going to do it. We will not be improv. No, we'll probably do one. Um, you know, I was just uh, spending some time with a person who uh, we were comment- commenting on how we smell. And we were both like, oh, I like the way you smell. And he was like, I like the way you smell. And we were like, great. And then he said something that I never thought about. He goes, you know, they say if you just like don't like the way someone smells, you're just not attracted to them. And I don't, I don't know the science behind that, but he was just like, if you don't, if you don't like, if the way someone smells repels you, then you're probably not attracted. And I never thought about that. And I like, I like to smell my partner. I like to my partner, and you know, we smell each other. But breath is different. You can have bad breath. Like, I don't know how long you've been dating. Telling someone they have bad breath feels mean. It feels very mean. Handing offering someone gum does not feel mean. But that's not actually getting to fixing the problem. The problem. I don't know yeah. if part, I don't know if this person has halitosis. Do you remember back in the day they used to have that pill you would take for halitosis? It was in like a bottle with like a rainbow on it. Jake, can you Google this? It was called like Centrum, or it was a bottle with a with a. Centrum with, is like a it's like a multivitamin. <clears throat> but I think they also made a halitosis pill, mm-hmm. and it was a white bottle with like a little rainbow at the top or something. And it would treat bad breath or hal- halitosis in the 90s. Anyway, um, maybe it's a diet thing. Because I found that a lot of people, sometimes you can brush your teeth. They're recommended. It's not that you don't brush your teeth. It's just that maybe they're not flossing. You know what I mean? Or maybe they do have a underlying health condition or an underlying condition that is causing the bad breath. Like, Or maybe it's in their diet. What do you think, Monet? Like, how do you tell yeah, someone, when especially when you first started dating, you know? It's really tough. I mean, I think that when you first start dating, that's very awkward. I think that after a while, like, you know, for example, Andy and I, if, like, he's having, like, a spell or something, I'd be like, babe, you gotta... And he'd be like, oh, okay, and, like, you know, he'll do a thing. But also, we've been together for almost two years now, so, like, that's a little easier. But at the beginning... almost two years? Yeah. September's gonna be two years. Is that almost two years? Is that too fast? Too soon? You know, you almost—it's—I it's guess—it's a low-key, a little bit subjective. 
maybe say you should say it's relative. There we go. It's, it's relative. relative. There we go. The other day, Patty and I were in this car. We were going to a thing, and the, the guy was the guy was taking us. We had to go to do. I had to do this live podcast taking beforehand, and I was like, um, how far is it? He was like, oh, it's just around the corner. No, he didn't say. It. He's like, he's like, um, it's um, it's not too far. Or something like that. One of those words. I was like, "Well, baby, I'm not from here. That to you, that that might be an hour, or it could mean five minutes. Like, I don't know what is, is not too far means. Well, you know what I mean? That's so relative. You're right. New Yorkers know if you live in New York City, you know that um, down the street for New Yorkers could be literally forty blocks. It's right down this street. It's right down, bitch. Yeah. If, you're, if you're on Broadway, bitch, you could be. It could be four miles down. This could be. Blocks. You know what I mean? New Yorkers love to say right down. If you just go right down this street, Southerners, when we say <laughs> down this street, we are talking. It is a three minute drive when we say something's right down this street. Take take. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Southerners, we will say take so and so if you want to talk about going far. But yeah, based on where you are, right yeah. down the street is, is kind of relative. Go ahead, yeah. And I, said, and I said, I don't know why I said that. And it's, oh, so we this may, guy, I mean, so. Me for, would you ever join me for my TikTok debates live? I would do it, yeah. I got I got bananaed again. Oh. Again. Well, probably, cause that's because you probably, you're probably being wild on there. No, this girl, this guy came into the room. I was talking about Sis. And my, my screen said, your reason for not liking Sis is stupid. That was what my screen said. And this guy came in and he goes, okay, well, let me ask you a question. Do you, would it be okay for me to call you the N-word? And we all went, what? And I said, do you think the N-word is the same as sis? And he was like, no, but I'm just saying, like, I'm asking if you want to be called the N-word because that's what you are. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> he goes, well, I mean, you're black. What I'm saying is you're, you're black. And I was like, no, that's not what you said was. Well, that's what you are. You, you, low key called me the N word on this on this uh, live, and then I think that the N word talking, then we start talking about the word faggot, and it kind of just all. And then next thing I know, I was suspended and I couldn't go live with anyone for seven days. I can't. So you, to, all, you all, say, to all my people out there who love my TikTok lives, I will be back on the thirtieth. I don't know what time y'all listening to this, but that's when I'll be back. Um, and yeah, so it's hard at, at first. And I think that at first, cause that bitch, that could be something that could like make you be like, all right, I, I just can't do this. I'm out in the first couple of months, weeks, whatever it is. So I think that you have to, I think you have to be like, I, here's what I would do. I would like make it very clear about that oral hygiene is something that is that is important to me. This is something I have done with someone we didn't end up dating for a long time, but something I did talk to, like very like be like, uh, I just love I I just love fresh pits. I love I love I love fresh breath. Like that really gets me going. I love like I love brushing my tongue. I love brushing my teeth. I fucking I do all the things because like breath, honestly, like it really like that can really like take me out. And then maybe that might lead into a conversation about breath and you can be like, you know, something. I, I think just making your intentions or like what you like about that thing very clear, that may give them like a signal, but like, um, am I, how am I doing? And they may check on that more. But at the beginning, it's hard. Especially if you don't like confrontation. I, I identify with that. I don't want to be the one to be like, I, 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 I'm not a confrontational person either. Bob knows it. I'm not confrontational. And I will suffer in silence for something. And that is a way to kind of circumvent that. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, but also I think that what Monet and I normally give is the same advice to everything, and I'm going to give a little bit of it here. I think that what would actually be best is full <laughs> transparency and open honesty. If you just sit down and say, I really like being with you. You are so funny. You are so sexy. I feel good about myself when I'm with you. My friends like you, and I could really see myself being with you. And they'll go, thank you. And then you'll say, I do want to mention something. I've noticed that sometimes I think you have halitosis. And sometimes that makes it a little hard. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, let's do it. Monet, you ready? <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, welcome home, baby. Hey. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm great. How was work today? Good, girl. My ship leader was... Good to see you. Welcome home. Hi. Oh, what, why you? Why you? What, what, what's wrong? Um, I love being with you. I love being with you. We like. I have so much fun with you. You're so beautiful, by the way. Okay, this is weird. It's it's weird that I think you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful, baby. 
And I feel beautiful you when I'm with you. Greeted me like this. Before. So okay, you're right. There is a, there is something in my mind, and I, and I want to bring it up to you. Okay, you know how much I love being with you, and I introduced you to my mom. She thinks you're hilarious. I um, love your mom. She's very funny. And um, my uh, my cousin cannot get over that joke you made about the pigs and the barbecue <laughs> and the pulled pork. I can't believe you made that up on the spot. That was so funny. I know, so funny. I know, I know. It's good. Um, but I think that something that we're that I I'm not we. Sorry, I have noticed it's like we. No, 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 no. no, no sorry, baby. It's just me. It's just this isn't me. I I misspoke. I misspoke. Okay. Um. <laughs> That I've noticed that sometimes when 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 I when I'm talking to you, especially in close proximity, I think that you may have like you have a little bit of halitosis. Like sometimes your breath is bad, and I don't and I don't know if it's because maybe if it's because you're not maybe you're not flossing. Do you floss? Yeah, I floss every day. I have halitosis. I it, it, sometimes your breath doesn't sm- doesn't smell. Sometimes your breath smells offensive. Well, you know, bitch. Sometimes your pussy offends me. How about that? How you, you know, like those apples? I'm, it's it's inconsistent being real and honest. Okay, what do you mean? What do you mean it offends you? It offends me because you don't you you don't wash good. I try to clean. Um, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. You know, I um, sometimes I go to the gym and I work out and I don't have time to come home and shower immediately, but I will make sure I try to make it a priority to take care of that. Is there a certain scent that you like? Rain. Like, is that a brand, or or you want the actual stuff that falls the precipitation? No, Summer's Eve rain. I want your pussy to smell like rain. Okay, you know, I I don't I don't I'm not I don't use douches because um, they are uh, they can be dangerous, but I can I can work on something for you. And you know what? And also, you be you be eating the bed too, and I don't like that either. What do you mean eating the bed? Eating what? Do you, I'm sorry. What did you say? You be eating the bed. I don't like that either. What do you mean eating the bed? You be eating the bed. I have to put up what you eat in the bed. I don't like eating the bed. You be eating the bed. Okay. <laughs> you know, eating in the I, I can stop eating in the bed. That that I can do. I want to point out for you the thing about you is that sometimes before you wake up in the morning, I have to go and do my hair and judge myself. <laughs> <laughs> while you're sleeping <laughs> so what about that so it's my fault that you have to do that I didn't tell you to do that you're doing that on your of, of your own fruition I didn't that's a valid that, point I'm glad someone mentioned that because that makes a lot of that makes the most sense um and sane um <laughs> You know, I, I think that, that the partner that I had in the scene was very confrontational and a little problematic. <laughs> that might happen. That might that might that might be what you're faced with, baby. But yeah, I mean, but Bob, what you're saying, like confronting the person and telling them about that, that feels. Do you would t- give that advice? I felt uncomfortable. I would not be able to do that. That feels so wild. I would not be able to do that. So you're gonna sit around with some stank breath nigga for the rest of your life. But I would be like, I would do the thing. I'd be like, ugh, I just, I, it, it, I mean, there is a point where it would be unbearable and I would have to address it. But I would try first, like, giving, like, signals, like, hey, like, this is the thing that I really prioritize and that's very important to me before being like, nigga, your breath stank. Okay, I didn't say that. I said, I think, yeah, <laughs> You I diagnosed think- them. You said, bitch, you have a medical condition. <laughs> I said, I think you might. You're wild. Let's do some more advice, Jacob. Hi, Bob and Monet. Uh, first off, thank you so much for everything that you do for all of us. Um, you've made such a significant difference in my life. Um, and I know we all appreciate it so much. Um, second, I am going to DragCon for the first time this year, and I was wondering if you had any advice. Um, I know I don't think you, either of you will be there, um, and I totally understand. I would have loved to see you by March, but um, yeah, I just wanted to see. I, I bought a VIP ticket, but I'm wondering if there's anything else I should do um, or advice waiting in lines to br- what should I bring, etc. cetera. Um, thank you so much, and I love you both so much. DragCon. The last DragCon Bob and I did, this was the last one we both did, period, not just together, but was DragCon UK 2020. 
<laughs> that was the infamous Simmering River Lee sign. <laughs> That was where we, where we got sick. Like, first of all, you need to uh, – it's your turn. Go ahead, Mike. Um, Yeah, I would say this. A few things. Number one, when you go to hug the queens, especially nowadays, I'm sure a lot of girls are going to have these long human hair wigs on, these long human hair wigs. And when you go, there's always a tendency to try to put your – if you're – I don't know how tall you are, but even if you are short or tall – the queens are going to try their best. Most of them who've done this before will try to guide you so that they put their hand over yours so that you're not dragging their hair down. Be mindful of where you are hugging the queens. I cannot tell you how many times if I had long braids or my dreads or whatever, if people go to hug me for the picture and they are pulling my wig as we're doing the picture, and then the queen is trying to like maintain, you know, a posture and and to smile for the poster, but you're pulling my hair back and by the 200th person it's like you're like oh my god my wig is gonna f fly off my head right so be mindful of that i would say number another thing too is it is okay to talk to queens about life experiences and how they have gotten you through a lot of things but i think there is you should be a little cautious trauma, dumping. trauma dumping it is because it can because you meet a lot of people at dragon right and when you hear a lot of these stories and a lot of the things it could really 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 you know, because we're trying to be happy and, and and trying to be, you know, spread the good cheer to everyone coming over to see us. And if everyone is trauma dumping, it gets to be really heavy and it, it puts the queen in a very sad or depressive state. So I would say be mindful of trauma dumping too much on the girls you're meeting. You know, I want to take that advice to the extreme. Do not hug the queens. Oh. I oh, do yeah. not allow people at DragCon to touch me in any capacity. And I do not like, I do not do hugs because you're gonna get sick. You're gonna get a sick. Yeah. Like DragCon is the, is, is the perfect place to get sick. I've gotten sick at every DragCon I've ever done. And I don't even allow people to touch me. I, and I, and I've, I've gone to the, anyone who's ever been on my line knows that you get, you get hand sanitizer. This is pre pandemic. You get hand sanitizer. And you're told before you get there, do not touch Bob the drag queen. Do not touch Bob the drag queen. We can talk, we can chat. But we're not going to be. I'm trying not to share any um, germs, keeping our contact little. Um, and yeah, I still end up getting sick. That person you're hugging is literally hugging hundreds of people, and then you're hugging another person who's hugging hundreds of people, and then you're hugging the hundreds of people who've hugged those people. Also, bring flats. I know you want to look stunning, and you do. You bring really flats. do look stunning. Bring flats. Don't be a hero. Put your put your shoes on for pictures. Put your shoes on for um for when you get to when you get in line for little moments for Instagram stuff. It, I know I know flats can kill a look. Maybe you get a look that works with flats. You know what I mean? Yeah, good idea. Um, and I think that you should try to go to your some of your favorite queens will probably have schedules. I'm not saying that I started this trend, but I think I may have started the trend of uh po pinning your schedule to your Instagram story. On the day of uh, DragCon, I would I, I had a graphic of me um, that was like in theme of my my booth that year, and then I posted my schedule of where I was going to be at DragCon, so that you don't have to do any guessing, popping in to see if I'm there. And I was I was very strict about sticking to my schedule because we some of, we're doing panels, but we're also doing shows. We're doing a lot of stuff. So if you want to catch me out during DragCon, we can you can see me at my booth at these hours, at a panel at this hour. Or 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 after the after DragCon, I'm at a show at you know the Ace Hotel or something. Um, so check yeah. check your favorite schedules, your Queen's Instagram, and see if they're posting their DragCon schedules as pinned or either pinned on their their Instagram profile or in their stories. That's a really great tool that I use. Yeah, and hydrate, and hydrate, hydrate. Drink water, drink water, drink a lot of water, and try to see as many girls as you want to. Or you know, honestly, do what you want. If there's someone you really want to see, bitch, stand in. Stand in that line. I know people, they have paid people to stand in line for them. They're like, they, there'll be people who literally go to DragCon because they are trying to make some coins. So they you can pay them to stand in different lines for you so that you don't lose your place in line if you really want to see someone, but you want to see someone else. You can also buddy system and stagger it. So let's say you want to see me and Monet. And me and Monet are usually very close to each other. So the one time Miss Fame was trying to come, was trying to wedge herself in between us, Fame. She was. Um, <laughs> what you can do is, you can be in your friends group and then like 
uh, 30 minutes to 40 minutes later, you start Monet's group. So you come to my group and your friend starts starts Monet's group. And then what, you need like three people to do this. So then the other person runs over and is in time for the Monet picture. And then by the time that's done, you join your friend in the other line. So that you're like, you're basically in two lines at once. That's what I, yeah. that, that's, that's something I would do. I never, I never seen anyone do that, but it kind of makes sense. And yeah, that kind of makes sense to me. You ever, you ever, you ever, you ever, got, you ever got into an argument with the, with the fan at DragCon? No, I don't think I have. I got into one argument one time. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say what it was about and who it was, but it was it was someone I didn't realize. But tell I'm, I'm me, gonna, I'm gonna say that we can decide if this needs to be taken from taken out of the podcast. Okay. Okay. So it was Mother's Day. It was my first drag con, and it was this like able-bodied person, and they were with a person in a wheelchair, and they came mm-hmm. up to me, and they said. Can we can we can I can we cut your line? He's in a wheelchair. And I said, I said, no. And he was like, he's in a wheelchair. And I was like, and I looked up and I said, well, just to be clear, there are two other people in line right now who are also in wheelchairs. Um, it's fully Mother's Day, and I was doing a thing where all moms get to get to um I did it at a discount on merch for mom. That's why I mentioned that. I don't remember. But um, I was like, I'm not going to let you cut me. Cut in line. You don't have to stand. I'm not going to make you stand up and stand in line in some form of discomfort. But there are people in wheelchairs in the line. And it feels inappropriate for you to cut in the line. Is that wrong? Yeah. No, I don't think that's wrong at all. That's not wrong at all. No. I don't think so. Is it, problem, I is it problematic for me to mention it? I don't think it's problematic for you to mention it. I think that I, I think that would have been a that would have been rude to the people who have been standing in line who who are who are in wheelchairs and they, like they have the same experience. You know what I mean? And I think that I I don't think that's rude to mention it. And every time I've had DragCon, we've had people send in send in line or be in line who are in wheelchairs. And, and this one guy and one of the guys in a wheelchair because the guy was like, "You're gonna make him in line," and then the guy in the wheelchair said. The, one of the guys in the wheelchair was like, I'm, we're sitting down. It was like this whole thing. It was like, was, <laughs> oh my God. Was like, I'm, it, it was a whole thing. It was like a whole thing. So then the guy was, so then the guy started kind of like making making a scene because a lot of other girls were letting him cut in line because it, it was it was like a guy in a wheelchair with like two or three people. And they were like, come on, we're, he's in a wheelchair. We need, we, need to, we need to break the line. Gag. And it, 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 yeah, no, I don't think that's shady. Anyway. We have time for maybe like two more. Hi, Bob and Monet and Jacob. I hope you guys are all doing well. My name is Renz and I live in New York City. I'm 28 years old and my pronouns are he, him. So my question for you is career related. I'm an attorney at a large international law firm and my practice is in finance law. And while I don't mind the work, I've recently started taking on pro bono cases in my spare time. And I realized that I'm much more passionate about my pro bono cases than my finance projects. So I've done work helping transgender immigrants apply for asylum and helping ex-convicts get their record sealed. Basically, a lot of social justice causes that affect the LGBTQ plus community and people of color to communities that I myself am a part of. My only issue is that since graduating from law school, I'd say I've become accustomed to my current lifestyle, particularly my salary. I live by myself in Hell's Kitchen, and I like going out to eat at restaurants, going to bars, traveling, seeing shows. And it just seems impossible taking a pay cut right now. So my question for you guys is if I should maintain my current career path and lifestyle and just work on pro bono cases in my spare time, or should I sacrifice my lifestyle for a career that's more meaningful and that I'm more passionate about? Thank you guys so much. Bye. So what's it going to be, Hell's Kitchen Esquire? Your morals or your laurels, honey? <laughs> what's it going to be? Is it going to be you doing pro bono or you buying some BOMO? What's it going to be? No, um, no, that, no um, that, okay, that is a valid point. I think that you have to find a balance, right? You yeah. you have to you, you we live in a capitalist society, and 
you really don't get to opt out of it. That's, that's, that's not how capitalism works. You don't get to opt out of capitalism. You know what I mean? So it seems like what, you, what you're going to have to do is maybe find, a, maybe, maybe there's a way where you can find, uh, do like a, a certain number of um, pro bono gigs, as long as they're not in, like getting into your finance work, which I've heard, I, a lawyer once told me that like tax law is like the worst gig you can have. They're like, it is just the like everyone thinks that all lawyers are in these streets talking about some I object and this and the other. They're like, no, they're like, when it comes to tax law, this is the most boo snooze fest, boring shit you could ever get involved with. Mm. But that's also also all subjective. Um but yeah, I mean, but also like how much those comforts mean to you versus the the satisfaction you get, the joy you get from knowing that you've helped a person who would not be able to afford your work otherwise. You know what I mean? Because I'm not I say if if every lawyer decides to not do pro bono work, that'd be an issue. But maybe if if you if you just do it in seasons, maybe you just do maybe every summer you do some pro bono work. Maybe what you do is you cram in all your finance work in, you know, the other three seasons. And then every summer you spend that money traveling and enjoying your life and also doing a little bit of pro bono work for people who can't afford it. That's a suggestion that maybe I, I have for you. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, you spent all this money, time, effort to go to law school and you did the work and you deserve to reap the benefits and rewards of that in this career and this lifestyle that you built for yourself. And I think that if you let go of all of that and only do pro bono work, I think that that, I mean, I don't know you, but for me, it would maybe start to build up some resentments in me and I would like, as I'm like sitting here, like, you know, can't afford to do the things that you, I once used to do or the lifestyle I used to live or the place I used to live because I'm only doing pro bono work. That would, that would definitely build resentments for me and I would not have a good time doing that work. So I think that, I think Bob has a good point in balance. I think finding some nice balance in it. Maybe you'd set like a number for yourself. If you do this many of your cases, you'll do this many pro bono ones because, because you worked out how that makes sense for you with your time. And I think that that's a good way to do it. So I, you're doing both right now, and I think that's great. I would not just chop um, the your finance for oh what's wrong God. with you? Is my what head, is my head crooked? I'm freaking out. Is it's going? It's tilted. You know what, Bob? I think your head is beautiful. I think that I think that your hair looks very beautiful. You have a great you know, head. The reason why I said that, I was looking at my head and I was thinking to myself, my head is so very symmetrical. symmetrical. Like, so symmetrical. Shit. It's wild. I was looking at my head like, this shit is, my head is, I could cry. It's so you, symmetrical. You have a very symmetrical head. Thank you for rubbing it in, Bob. <laughs> well, no, your head wasn't crooked. Your head is never my head is My head is lopsided. It's fine. It's fine. People have, have said it on TikTok before. It's fine. People, wait. Uh, what? Money, don't. Those are probably people who are joking from you saying. No, it was before that. I've looked at your head. I've shaved your head. I've rubbed makeup off your head. I've massaged <laughs> your head. I've, I don't want to invalidate your feelings about your head. <laughs> I mean, Money, your, your head is very. And, and you're, from what I hear, your head is, is great and a little toothy, but it's great. <laughs> Big Honestly, you, yeah, you got some fucking dick scrapers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. You got some dick scrapers, uh, girl. <laughs> yes, I would say balance is good. Do a lot, do your work, but also find a good balance to do the, to do the pro bono work. Because I'm sure the people you were helping out are probably gagged that they have such a great lawyer helping them, assisting them, and giving them uh, some, you know, helping them win cases that they thought that they could never because you're lending a, a helping hand. I also have great. I have big teeth, but I have a big mouth. So I, I, my, when I say my head is not toothy, it, it, like it, it, you would, even though my teeth are huge, it's like I don't even have teeth when I be doing what I do. Maybe. I don't do, I don't do that. I'm not one of those. Really? Yeah. It's just, you see, you it's see a very, how, big my, how big my, how wide my mouth opens. You've seen it. When I like, like, is that a, me or is that Bob? What I do? What I do? Oh. You were frozen. Oh, I think it was you. Oh yeah, that was you. It was you. 
is giving you. You know, and on that note, since my uh, Wi-Fi is is as well, I would. And I want to say this. I was like, I do variation. I do. I don't do that. So I do do that. The only thing I don't do is the dick and the side of the mouth. I just, I don't understand that. And it's not something I want to participate in. I don't know. So I don't know where you and Andy are yet, but are, are you, are you prepared to grab one of our listeners and do our head competition? <laughs> no, I'm not. Cause this, we could put this to bed today. Honey, we we, we, oh we, we we will document it. We will fly. We will enter. We will do a pre-interview. We will we will we will fly them to L.A. and to New York City, baby. We, this is this is gonna be. A, should we have a dick sucking competition? Okay, so oh you, you can't compete. Me and other people. We'll take one person and we'll we'll travel them around. This is a great idea. Comment below. Do you guys want me and a couple of uh, drag queen girls to do a dick sucking competition? We all interview the person and then have that person just talk about. You are wild, Bob. You're would, wild. Would you tune into that? I mean, maybe on OnlyFans. I saw the OnlyFans. No, we don't dare. No, you don't get to see anyone getting their dick sucked. It's just a. I know, but just but you. I think you'll get a lot of engagement if you did this whole thing. Not even not the videos of the dick sucking, but just the discussion and the thing about it on OnlyFans. We do it on Patreon. We already we have a Patreon. This is great. Oh, yeah. Okay, we want to host the dick sucking competition. Who do you all want to see in? I feel like, who who would you, I think Layla would do it. I think. Willem would do it. I think who else would do it? Probably Kimchi. You think Kimchi would do it? Kimchi doesn't yeah. seem prudish, but she's not like that open about her sex life. In my experience, do you think Trixie I, would do it? No, no, no. <laughs> Katya would for sure. Maybe. And what? Or Katya's would, rotted. If you all want to see a dick sucking competition, let us know, and we will get it up. All right, have a good day, everyone. All right, bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.